across the world, different regions, countries, and ethnicities are known for their unique style of cooking. In the southern part of the United States, the food is stereotypically deep fried, full of fat, good to the taste for those that enjoy it, but harmful to the health. This diet, along with other lifestyle factors, has combined to give the state of Alabama one of the poorest health standards in the nation. And yet, it's in this region that one of OCI's ministries is making dramatic changes in people's lifestyle, not just here for the local community, but across the country. In the 1970s, doctors Agatha and Calvin Thrash had a providential experience which led them to yield their life to Jesus Christ. In harmony with their newfound faith, they desired to learn how to practice the healing art from God's perspective. This led them to go to Wildwood Lifestyle Center and Hospital. Upon completion of their time at Wildwood, the Thrashes were led to start a center of health and healing in the state of Alabama. God directed them to purchase this 200-acre farm, and thus, Uchi Pines Institute was born. Well, Uchi Pines is a religious educational facility where we have also a live-in facility called a lifestyle center. The Lifestyle Center is a place where people can come to learn how to live. Everybody knows something that's good health. People know they shouldn't smoke. They know that they should get more exercise. Probably they eat too much. But if we can increase the awareness of certain types of factors that will help people to live longer and more healthy and productive lives, that's what we want to do. So it's an educational facility and we do believe that there is a God and that he has something in mind for us. Well, the purpose of the Lifestyle Center here at UG Pines is to teach individuals how to live their lives in such a way that they can experience the best health possible. Um, and that health is not only on a physical level, which is why most people come here, but it's a mental and a spiritual level as well. I decided to come here to Yushi Pines because I was very sick. For the last year and a half, I was in severe, constant pain. I actually, every day, sort of asked God before I went to bed if He could just put me to rest because it was enough. It was time to make a change. And I couldn't do it on my own, so I decided to come to Yushi Pines. A typical program for a guest who comes to the Lifestyle Center uh, includes them seeing the physician the first day. The lifestyle counselor will meet with them, the physicians meet with them. We put together a program that we think will work best for them. Obviously the main things are lifestyle change, so getting people on a healthy plant-based diet. Wellness principles, water, exercise, living temperately, lots of fresh air, nutrition, entire trust in God, sunshine, and sufficient rest. 
We have lectures for them, stress management. We have medical lectures and talk about different aspects of it. We have nutrition lectures. They have hands-on nutrition class where they learn how to bake bread. They learn how to make healthy foods. And we also try to get people outside in the garden too. So we've got a patient garden. So it's an overall program that we put together to give them tools that is relatively easy for them to maintain in their home environment as well. The typical complaints that individuals present with are things like diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol issues, cardiovascular disease, overweight and obesity, autoimmune inflammatory diseases, different arthritis, and then cancer is um, some of our main um, components, but we have individuals of all sorts of things. Basically, you name it, uh, if they find out about Uchi Pines and uh, want to learn how to live a new, better lifestyle to give them the best health possible within the context of what they have, then they come. I can tell you that I know for a fact that God is here. And the people that are here are His angels. He uses them. And it's like they never get tired. And, and they just go, go, go and trying to make you comfortable. As their counselor, they are your priority. They kind of look to you as a mentor, um, not only physically, but spiritually most of all, because they come looking for something and they see something different when they come here and they want to have that. They don't just want to see it, they want to experience it. And when you show them those things, it's this relationship that builds up. You know, some of them even call you their angels, you know, and it's just such a privilege to be God's hands. One thing that we find with most guests that come here is that they profoundly notice a spiritual benefit and a spiritual blessing. To me, I know it's God. My Health has changed so much that I can now walk. And at this moment, I can tell you there's not one part of my body that hurts. Not one. And I've been praising God constantly because it's a miracle. The joy that I feel, I, I can't even explain. It makes me want to cry. The more I've read scripture, the more I've read Spirit of Prophecy, the more I've been convicted personally in regards to being involved in a work that involves education, changing their, their behaviors, and making changes for eternity. And while we recognize the physical things and while we deal with the physical things, we're always looking for the heart. We're always looking for the spiritual things. Because you can heal somebody and they can have a few more years of life. But if you give them hope of eternity, and if they, if they have that realization in Christ that they are in His care, that they can trust in Him, and that they can hope in eternity, wow. We are told that the health work should be linked with the gospel ministry. So right now, our goal in life is to reunite the medical and the ministerial. Country life actually began before Uchi Pines did. We started with a little health food store and restaurant outside of my parents' office building there where they practiced medicine in Columbus, Georgia. 
we had a store, a storefront, and at that time we called it Tree of Life. And people came and they bought those very same things that I was preparing in my own kitchen. And so it began as part of the health outreach just that they were doing as part of their medical practice. In those early days even, we had a lot of people who would come from the store to the Institute. And uh, when they came here, we incorporated them into everything that we were doing. So the, the country store became a principal avenue of evangelism for us. And a lot of those people who came from the store to here would become fully committed to the Lord while they were with us. As we have progressed, of course, the Lifestyle Center is, is now the main focus here at Uchi Pines, but the restaurant is something that you can go to every day, and the health food store is where you can find the resources that you need in order to be able to live the healthy lifestyle. People come to eat a healthy meal. They come there to pick up supplies, and in the process, they walk into an environment that people have described as being an oasis, the atmosphere changes a quieter place. We have some soft Christian music playing. So you're kind of in a way bridging between the health aspect and over into the more spiritual aspect. People come to Country Life and ask some of the most interesting questions. We had one individual that came in and asked, just as they were going through the checkout, what happens to a person when they die? And then there was another whole group of individuals that wanted to know the same question, but they wanted to know from the Bible, what are your Bible answers? We know you know. And so they came to us and asked that question. So we were able to put together a few Bible texts for them. And sometimes you have people come in and they'll ask a health question. But as you speak to them, you realize what they really want is they just need somebody to talk to. Sometimes they need to have somebody who'll pray with them. And they'll even tell you, I know you're a Christian. Would you mind praying with me? And, and that's, in my mind, where you have a real success story. The staff at Uchi Pines attempts to seize every opportunity offered, both through the Lifestyle Center and the restaurant, to improve the life and health of those with whom they come in contact. In order to keep the vision growing and strong, Uchi Pines has a Lifestyle Educator Training Program this course offers an opportunity to learn firsthand the health principles that have made Uchi Pines the institute it is today. We have two main training programs here. We have the Lifestyle Educator Program and the Lifestyle Counselor Program. The Lifestyle Educator Program is a six-month missionary program that is designed to teach people these principles that we've been talking about, about lifestyle and how to live so that they can teach it to other people. So there's an emphasis on public education and public health uh, training. The Lifestyle Counselor Program is a little bit more intensive and lasts longer, it goes for a year. It focuses really more on working directly with lifestyle guests in whatever area of need they may have, and they're the person who is with them through that period of time, through the, the 18 days, the 17 days that they're here, and that counselor helps to get them over the hump, so to speak, so that hopefully they'll start a new um, habit pattern and they'll be able to do that at home. When I first came, I went directly into the Lifestyle Educator course, which is the six-month prerequisite for the Lifestyle Counselor course. And we learned a little bit of anatomy and physiology 
and we compared it to the sanctuary. And so seeing that physical but spiritual aspect as well was very eye-opening. I had never seen things like that before. We learned how to give presentations on the eight laws of health and how to go to churches and present those. And then seeing it work when they would try it and the testimonies that they would give after was amazing because then they were medical missionaries as well and they'd go and share those things as well. Going canvassing, I take the students canvassing and I love hearing their testimonies afterwards, you know, like on the way there it's like completely silent, you know. It's, a, it's like a, a bus driving to the war zone, you know, everyone's quiet and contemplative and you can drop a pin in the bus and you can hear it. But on the way back, you can't get them to be quiet. They're just so excited about the experience that they've had and got to share with someone, got to pray with someone, how someone was praying about something and we showed up and offered a book on health or on spiritual principles that that person was longing for. And that, that gets me really excited. Medical missionary work is one of God's means for communicating His care and compassion to a world that is desperately in need. The staff at Uchi Pines is committed to sharing God's love with the students, restaurant customers, and lifestyle guests that visit their institution. If you would like to be part of the ongoing work of OCI around the world, please visit our website or feel free to give us a call. We share this globe with about 7 billion people. That's a lot of people. And standing here in this busy city, it's easy to feel small and insignificant. After all, I'm only one person. What difference can I make? But the fact is, each of us can make a difference. God is calling us to turn our lives and our skills over to Him. Around the world, the individual workers at OCI Ministries are letting God use them to bring hope and healing one person at a time. You can make a difference too. When you connect to OCI, you connect to more than 80 ministries worldwide. If you're interested in getting involved in the global ministry of OCI, visit our website or call our office. We would love to talk to you. Throughout Latin America, the city square has traditionally been the center of community life. This open space is surrounded by important buildings, such as the church and government offices. It provides a place for the people to congregate and relax after a day's labor. Yet, as with many places, traditions change. This is no more true than in the country of Bolivia. Recent economic growth brings with it advancement and yet also stresses on the traditional way of life. Today, we will be visiting a new OCI ministry, Instituto Quebrada Leon. Their aim is to help people through this time of transition. Their main focus is both serving and bringing healing to the people in their community. We are here almost two hours from the city of Santa Cruz. The city of Santa Cruz has almost a million people. It's like any other big city. A lot of big buildings, a lot of traffic, a lot of people. 
and then as we come closer and closer to our place, you'll notice less houses, less cars. The pace of life here is much slower. We feel very blessed to be able to live here. We are 18 kilometers from the main highway and we have more than 400 acres for the work of training young people to be medical missionaries. 12 years ago, we were in an airplane crash. That got my attention from the world and began to think about meaning of life. I was convicted at this point that Jesus was coming soon. And so I began to ask God, what do you want me to do? And then he began to put this thought in my mind. And so I said to my family, I believe God is wanting us to go be missionaries. What do you think? And my whole family said, yes. <laughs> when we told people we we're going to move to Bolivia, people would pull me aside and say, you know, how did your husband get you to do this? I think we both came to the decision at the same time. The thing that was missing in our life was that we needed to minister. We need to, following the example of Jesus, we needed to help others to find Christ. And as we began to do that, we realized this is a lot of fun. And it got the kids involved. My youngest is 14 and he's in charge of the bakery. My oldest is in charge of the electricity. He's our driver and he preaches, he teaches. He's my translator. And to me, that's been the biggest blessing to work together as a family. One of the most inspiring things about being here in Bolivia is to see the change that God can bring in the hearts and minds of the people. We've had our discouragements, but when you see God touching people's hearts and really stirring a craving in them, a, a, a desire in them, a thirst in them, it's wonderful. Their spiritual life of our students is the most important. And so we really emphasize a lot of prayers, worships, morning and evening. We emphasize personal devotional life of the students. We see them grow. It's a time to be away from things, to really focus on spiritual classes, on health classes, but even all the health classes are integrated spiritually. You know, that's our focus, why it's important to share, to be a missionary. We thought when we came here that we'd have students mainly from Bolivia. But as it turned out, this year, we have students from Panama, Guyana, one from Germany, four from Peru, three from Argentina, a bunch from Colombia, and then about half from Bolivia. So it's, it's a much more international mix than I expected. I am very happy. I'm so thankful to God because he brought me to this place that is a little heaven on earth to me. In reading Ellen White, she really emphasizes how the physical labor is just as important as the mental labor in the classroom, how people need to work physically, how it goes hand in hand, how you can learn so much, how the gardening is ABCs of education. You know, sometimes you get tired and it's hot and full of mosquitoes, but I think you learn a lot. God has so many lessons in the garden, in growing, you know, you have to do things on time, you have to weed, you have to take care of it. So we really wanted to integrate that here. Half day they have classes and half day they have work. 
They can work in the kitchen, the bakery, carpentry, as well as construction. Right now, we actually don't have anybody in charge of the kitchen, but the students are running the kitchen. So we have, have divided them up into groups and, and they cook. So they're not only learning how to cook, hopefully, but learning how to run a kitchen and cook for 50 people. We also have a lifestyle center, and because we have so many students this year, we did not have room for lifestyle guests. All of the rooms are full of students with tents outside. But hopefully in a short amount of time, we'll be able to accept patients. Currently we have 26 students, and our goal for our students is that they have a personal relationship with God that their lives are transformed first, that they have spiritual revival in their lives. And as we teach them how to share their faith with others, that they would learn how to use medical evangelism to reach others for Jesus Christ. The education that the students receive through the classroom, the practical work, and the daily life experience is not the ultimate aim of the staff at Instituto Quebrada Leon. Rather, their desire is that the students receive a love for service. They accomplish this through their Bible work and their medical missionary outreach. One of the key areas for our students' education is that they experience for themselves the joy of going out and sharing with others. So we have these health expos where we set up booths for each of the eight laws of health. Like an exercise, they actually make them get up and do a little bit of exercise and rest. They get a little bit of massage. Trust in God, they each get five minutes of individual counseling one-on-one -on -one and they get prayed with. And those have been extremely well received. Some people have said, I didn't know that I was supposed to drink water. Something so very simple, especially when we go out to the country. They just have no idea about what you can do to maintain your health and prevent disease. So we've actually gotten requests from the mayor of the town, from the doctors that are in charge of districts. And we're very upfront with the government saying, this is not just about health, but unless the person is whole spiritually, they'll still get sick. So if we're gonna do this, we're going to present spiritual health as well. We're going to talk about God and we've never had any resistance from anybody. People here don't have access to clean water or to a variety of foods. So we go, we share the message of health, and then we do just as Jesus did. He won people's trust. He was nice to people. And then when he had healed them, he told them, follow me. We always ask them, would you be interested in Bible studies? I think the last one we did we got over a hundred people saying they would be interested in having Bible studies. That's why we want the churches to do them, so they can do them in their local community and then take these interests and grow their churches. Every Saturday night, we come back and have a time of testimony. We go around sharing our experiences that we had during the day in our church and in the afternoon as we give Bible studies. To me, that is the greatest blessing, to see our students get excited about sharing the gospel. We've had a few non-Adventist students, and last year one of those students got baptized. Her background is from Assembly of God Church. 
and her family is one of the pillars of that church. The father, Jocelyn's father, he was so interested. He wanted to learn about the Bible. He was just so open. And he just had this thirst for the health and the gospel message. The pastor of their church considers my dad one of its fundamental pillars and is worried that my father is abandoning the church. But my dad wants to share what he has learned about keeping the Sabbath. The desire of my family is that their whole congregation would accept the message. You know, now that I've lived in Bolivia for three years, I, I know that my thinking has changed. I know that this experience has been wonderful for me and my family. I know that my boys are different for the experience. Our life that we used to live in the States was in my little bubble. And there's so many people out there that are hungry and thirsting for what we think is so simple. When God was calling us to come to Bolivia, I didn't know how this was going to work. And I had a certain amount of money that in my calculation, it would last three, four, five years maybe if we were careful. And I was hoping by then Jesus would come and it would be a non-issue. It didn't take long for us to uh, use up the money that we had. Our intention was to have some small project that our family can do, but God saw fit that we have this bigger piece of property. And up to that point, we had maybe $300 in donations that whole time. But the month we used up all the money, that's when donations began to come in. I realized God will move on people in different areas, different places, as we need, have the need. And our job is to use that fund faithfully. People ask us how they can get involved. We are always looking for volunteers, whether it's evangelism, construction, or health work, or projects that help us to sustain ourselves, groups that are willing to come, to help in specific projects for one or two weeks at a time. God needs people to be willing to step out of their comfort zone and say, yes, I'll go live in a place, do something that maybe I wasn't even trained for. But Lord, if you train me, if you send me the people to help me, if you show me what to do, I'll do it. The biggest lesson that I've learned here is that God calls us to be all missionaries not to be a missionary for one day or one year, but for your whole life. And that is giving your life to God and letting Him work His will through you. Both me and my husband are not doing what we went to college to do, but I feel like I'm so much more useful here and I'm making a difference. God has a place for every person in His vineyard, for every Christian, for every member of His church and we should find out from him, where is that place? In the book, Ministry of Healing, Ellen White describes a scene in which she saw God on his throne. She writes that from his great and calm eternity, God orders that which his providence sees best. It is that divine providence that has brought workers, equipment, and donations to Instituto Quebrado Leon at just the right time. If you're interested in learning more about the ongoing work of OCI, 
or being involved in this exciting ministry, please visit our website or feel free to contact us. For OCR Reports, this is Stephen Grabman.